Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me it's a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though i have been practicing alone and i'm raring to go i will fuck anybody anywhere i'm so horny (laughs) my guest today you know her from rupaul's drag race rupaul's drag race all stars uh, part one part two also they had a very amazing live show called here's to life right is that the name of it Yes, it's Latrice Royale! <laughs> oh my God, finally! I know, I honestly, I never asked you to do it because I was like, surely Latrice is so busy. And Not then the pandemic you. hit. <laughs> oh, Not Latrice, for thank you, you, ever. Oh my God, this closet you're in is stunning. Well, you know, my little pieces, girl, gotta have somewhere to live. Uh, so we gonna <laughs> sit here, you know, in the boudoir. <laughs> I love it. So you're you guys live in Florida, right? We do. We have a beautiful home that we just purchased. Yes, come on, purchase it. <laughs> right before the pandemic hit. So, you know, God has a funny sense of humor, don't he? Truly. And you guys you have a pool. Did I see you in a pool? Of course, baby. Yes. We, had, we had to do the full fantasy. I was like, if we're gonna buy and we're gonna do this, I want full fantasy. And we we got it. I absolutely love it. Also, this is Christopher, your husband, sent me a text. This today is the anniversary of when I met you. <laughs> How crazy is that? It's so bonkers because I had posted uh, a Friday's episode and then Christopher texted or no commented. He's like, when are you going to have my husband on? And I was like, right. oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Shirley isn't traveling right now. Uh, Sunday. <laughs> And perfect. Let's just pick the day that we met. And Truly. how kids oh, is that? That's It awesome. was so funny. So Here's to Life is such an incredible show. It is like filled with heart, but also comedy. And then you lip sync. And then you lip sync this last song. And I was like staring at you on stage. And I was like, oh, my God. Latrice is like bringing my mother back to me. Oh and goodness. then you went backstage and then I was like I have to tell Latrice which is insane and then Christopher's packing up and I was like excuse me uh query is Latrice coming back and Christopher's like she might be tired I'm not sure and I was like oh okay well and in that case can you just tell Latrice she reminded me of my dead mother and the look Christopher gave me (laughs) was like I was crazy 
<laughs> and in that moment, I was like, hmm, this was a crazy you, thing yeah, to say. Yeah, but no, because he got it. He understood it. <laughs> yes, but then he was also like, you're Nicole Byer. We watch you on Girl Code. And I was like, ah, yes, I'm not crazy because I've been on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to say, if people haven't seen you perform, you put on a fucking show. Thank you. Uh, I saw you at Mickey's and ooh, you at one point leapt up so high in the air. I was like, she's going to go through the ceiling and then landed in this split. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> uh, it's truly incredible. I When did you start performing? Oh, my God. I, I'm almost 30 years in the game now. I started back in 93, 92. Oh. Like, yeah. Oh, goodness. Isn't that crazy? It truly is. Like, time, honestly, 2020 has been like, what is time? But truly, like, what is time anymore? Everything is so, it just like flies past. It does. Like, I can't believe I'm this old already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of snuck up on a bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah, truly. I just had my birthday. I've either turned 35 or 36. I don't know. I don't care just anymore. Not, I could do matter. the math. Yeah, but why bother? When you look like you look, bitch, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And put it on a platter, baby. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. She got a baby face. Okay. So, <laughs> someone recently asked me, they were like, what did you look like as a baby? And I was like, you're looking at you're it. looking at I it right here. I have looked the same since birth, just a round baby face. <laughs> it comes in handy. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, what made you get into drag? Girl, a dare. Like, mm-hmm, you know, we fall for anything sometimes, but they uh-huh. dared me to do it. And it was Halloween, so I did it for Halloween. I did Wanda for my living color. Mm-hmm. Mm, some of y'all listeners out there that might not know Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is the biggest drag queen of them all. So, Truly. Um, but I did Wanda. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to rock your world. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was going to be the end. And they were like, no, you should do the amateur show at the Copa. World famous Copa down here in Fort Lauderdale. May she rest in peace. Oh, she's gone. Oh. But that's where Latrice got her start. And I did the amateur show, girl. Back then, you know, uh, uh, you know, we didn't have no Amazon Prime. There was no, mm-hmm. there was, there, there was, you can't be overnighted, yeah, can't be a fringed no, uh, uh, leotard. Or a 16 pump, you know, just <laughs> readily available, not happening. So, girl, needless to say, I didn't have no shoes, I didn't have a wig. So we wrapped some gold lame around my ass, and I made a <laughs> turban, bitch, and went out there, thought I was going to do this interpretive dance at the drag show. When I tell you, they looked at me like, what in the actual fuck is you doing this? This is not what we are here for. This is not it. (laughs) So I got a fashion citation and some drink tickets and sent home, girl. They were like, "Mm -mm, not tonight, boo-boo. You don't have to do better than this. But I was like, I can win this contest because I've seen these boogers. You know, I know better than this. So... Um, I went to Joanne Fabrics, got me the old simplicity pattern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stitched me up old hot monstrosity of a dress. It was horrible, <laughs> but it was my own. And girl, my roommate found me a wig and some hair, and I did New Attitude by Patti LaBelle, and I uh, won. And then that was the beginning of the, here we are 30 years later. I love that story specifically because I feel like people even more now than before are like, I have to be perfect when I start. I have to be the best of the best. And it's like, well, how do you get to be the best of the best? You just have to put yourself out there. You just have to fucking try. You have to try. But the difference between now and then is the simple fact that you can go on YouTube and become a professional within 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? You so, sure can. Like one or, two, one or two, three tutorials and you automatically <laughs> on RuPaul's Drag Race and you about to be, you know, slaying the game and so but I feel like you need just a touch of experience like how are you gonna go on a television show but not know how the people react to your drag <laughs> right. if you haven't performed how do you and I'm not saying that that's the only way you can do drag but I'm like that's a lot of it a lot of it after the show is meeting people in person and uh, performing for people in person. That's how you make your coin. That's how you make the coin. And if you can hold and captivate an audience, like what are you offering that 
all these other girls don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole thing was, like, what makes you special. And a lot of girls miss that part of it. They look pretty. Mm-hmm. But then you're, like, gagged for the first 30 seconds, and you're enthralled for maybe a minute. And then you're, like, all right, what next? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I feel like you you sing, you lip sync, you also dance. You've got these amazing costumes. It feels like you have a lot. Like there's just like a breath of talent from you and <laughs> which like I appreciate so much. And then also you got to write on uh AJ and the Queen, True. which I was like, what a what a what a like a delightful way to put your money where your mouth is. We're doing a show about a drag queen. Sure, we'll staff, you know, the room with writers, but like let's get an actual queen in the room and teach her how to write so then you can take that skill elsewhere where maybe it's not about a drag queen, but your experience can, you know, be applied. I I applaud you for doing it. I Was it scary? Oh, my God. It was so intimidating. I had never <laughs> been in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have Michael Patrick King and RuPaul and all these, like, names. And we're in Warner Brothers, and I'm just like, Am I at the right place? <laughs> <laughs> Is this where they serving the chicken dinners at? Because, like... <laughs> but it was, like, to watch that process, because it was very unorthodox the way they went about scripting and writing um, AJ. Um, they had never just had a, like, person in a room spouting off stories and saying, ba 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 ba. So, um... It was different, and I was like, well, this is an amazing process, and I learned so much. Um, and then when I was able to, like, create a role for myself and a character for myself and see it come to life, that was the most amazing part. Like, mm-hmm. I felt at home. I was like, this is what I, I, I need to be doing more of. It was a it was a breeze. It was so much fun. I, I think the thing I love the most is because it like opened a door to like the scripted world. Like now yes. you have experience and now it's like, ooh, what's Latrice going to do next? It's exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> um, and I definitely am um, going to pursue and get more into some scripted things because um, it just it's just time. And I've been saying it for a long time and I've um, just been on the road a lot. Yes. It is hard to say no to money that you know you can make yes. to sit, take a break and try to create something that may come, you know, to life, but may also just be developed for such a long time. So it's like, it's interesting that you have to make those choices, you do. but you know, shit happens. Shit happens. And that's, that's, that's the world we live in as, as up and comers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got to try to make a way out of no way. Cause they, they going to tell you no before they mm-hmm. tell you yes. Yeah, you're going to get a whole fucking lot of no's. Yeah, so. As a bigger queen, uh, is it, so I assume you get everything made for you now, but in the beginning, was it hard? Oh, my God. I had to make everything myself because I I couldn't afford to really pay for people to sew for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it was like survival of the fittest or Mm -hmm. unfittest. (laughs) 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 Yeah. People don't understand. It's fucking tough. If you do not fit Mm. in straight sizes, I used to almost exclusively shop at the Salvation Army and Goodwill when I was in New York because yes, I had a dad to fall back on, but I was like, how will I survive if he's not here? So like, I'm glad that I didn't lean on him so much, but I would go to the Salvation Army. I would find sometimes two skirts with similar patterns and I learned how to sew them together. And last time I went to my storage unit, I found a skirt that I had so poorly altered, but like (laughs) wore it because I was like, ooh, this bitch, she did it. Okay, she moved the buttons. Can you even? But, like, sometimes you got to live the fantasy till you can afford the fantasy. You got to do it. Hello. Fake it till you make it, baby. That's what I'm saying. Yes, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Oh, boy. It is the struggle. And I've been trying to find some black-owned people or businesses that make plus-size stuff. Mm-mm. And it's been it's been an uphill battle oh, trying yeah. to find stuff that isn't 
uh, just like stretchy or like, ooh, titties are out, ass is out. <laughs> Which is I'm fine trying, sometimes. Well, sometimes, but I'm trying to cover some shit up, really. Cause... Just, you know, every now and again, the girls could be for me. Yeah. My booty could be for me. <laughs> um, when did you meet Christopher, your husband? We met um, December 22nd, 2012. Uh, when the world was supposed to be ending, according mm-hmm. to the Mayan calendar, um, if you're into that thing. Mm-hmm. The Mayans fucked up because yeah, it's 2020. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. But they ain't far off, bitch, because they try to kill us off slowly but surely. <laughs> um, but we met at a meet and greet. I was there in Knoxville in his hometown. And uh, he came out to the show to watch just like any other fans and whatever. But um, when it came to the meet and greet time, they didn't know what really to do. Mm-hmm. So very good looking. So it was a little chaotic. And it was in between the the two shows. So they would have mm. a show, break, meet and greet, and then another show. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's not a break for me, bitch. It's not. And I do them all the time. And people don't understand it. It's like, you're eating into my downtime. But also, like, I'm happy to see you. But, like, this has to be as organized as possible because mm. I still have to do a show for these other paying people. That part. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> so it was like a kind of a shit show. And he was friends with the uh, the show director. So she was trying to get a cocktail, run the meet and greet, mm-hmm. change her clothes, mm-hmm. smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Girl, this is, you got a lot going on. And this is <laughs> uh-huh. honest, honey. Uh-huh. Let's so do it. he brought some order to it and he just started to, like, taking pictures of the patrons, you know, and, and running the meet and greet. So it was organized. And mm-hmm. I started flirting and dropped my Sharpie and he bent over to pick it up. So I dropped it again, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like look at all that booty on this little white boy, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, here we are. And then the next week was um New Year's Eve. I was booked in Nashville, which is a three hour mm-hmm. drive from there. And he was like, I was thinking about coming to see you um for New Year's Eve. I said, Well, you should, and you can be my New Year's Eve Eve date. Mm-hmm. And uh so he came, but he didn't know if I was inviting him as a fan, just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, come see my show, or was I inviting him to come see my show? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and so, <laughs> so he showed up very timidly, and I was like, no, you're staying with me, you're gonna stay the weekend with me, and it's gonna be all cool. We were very gentleman-like, mm-hmm. but he he was my first kiss after New Year's, and we've been together ever, ever since. Oh, that's so romantic. <laughs> it's stupid, right? I love it! <laughs> That's so like that he was just like yes I'll drive three hours but like I don't know what this is and I'm happy to just you know see how the how this plays out yeah Ugh. crazy right it's so it's wild I truly a dream I love it <laughs> you guys uh, tour together we do we do sometimes uh, he was on the road with me quite a bit um, but then we had to take time back because I needed him on the road I mean on the ground mm-hmm. and um, so it was better for him to be home and keeping things moving here mm-hmm. um, but yeah for a lot he does tour sometimes when I go out of the country especially he mm. does come with me and then uh, here's to life he plays piano during the show so he has to go yeah mm-hmm. he's talent <laughs> yes he's part of the talent he's come talent, on now honey, this talent is it hard to live with, love, and work with somebody? It presents its challenges, but it's about balance. You have to really be real conscious of how you speak to people, mm-hmm. you know? And I always try to come from a loving place when I address Christopher, even if it's not, you know, something is going awry. But I never get out of pocket, and that's the mm-hmm. biggest biggest thing that you have to make sure you do is to... Oh hi! Speaking of, he must have heard. He must have heard his, his ears. Ear. Were come, burning. Say, come on over here, say hi. Hi, hi, Christopher. <laughs> hi, imaginary best friend. You know I love you so much. We were talking about you. Oh, how wait, dare you? I want your version of how you guys met and came to be together. Oh, I'm just a desperate homosexual like the rest of these race chasers <laughs> out here. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you met Latrice, were you like, mm, I'm a fuck Latrice? Oh, um, <laughs> we were flirting pretty quick. We oh, we were. Mm-hmm. I cannot say we were not flirting. Um, and I have always said that anybody that's watched uh, my husband on stage, you know, he knows how to move all that around. So. Um, like, I mean, like, you know, you're going to have, I knew that if it got to that, it would be a good time. (laughs) I mean, you're right. I was complimenting Latrice. I was like, the way you move on stage is truly incredible. (laughs) It's true. I mean, like, yeah, nobody can shablam like that and not know their way around the bedroom. (laughs) I love it. I, I love, love making it. you laugh. I was just looking I mean, at that picture of us with my, with pizza in my mouth because that's what occurred mm, to me to yes, do. Yes, yes. Like, why would I do that? And uh, excuse the beauty. Indeed. What did I? I didn't realize it was excuse the beauty. What did you I think it, it was? Hold on, I can't remember. Ex- I don't remember, but I thought it was something completely different. And then when I heard it, I was like, hmm. Not <laughs> 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 what I thought it was. <laughs> I can't remember. It was something similar, but like not it and not like it. rather stupid. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep talking about me. I love you and I would date you. <gasps> Thank you. See? He won't let me, but I would. Fair. I mean, you know, a thruple is, it's a lot of work, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of work. <laughs> Bye, Christopher. Love you. Love you. <laughs> there, see, look at that. <laughs> lurking around the cor- lurking around the corners, honey. And there you I is. think my favorite part of that is how Christopher is so proud of how immediate he was like, that's what I wanted, and I <laughs> went for it. I love when people talk about the person they love and you see it in their face. Uh-huh. Like Christopher, like the smile that happened when he was like, Oh, you see my husband working like I oh, I love it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. It's working. It's working. <laughs> um, and then you guys got married two years ago? Yeah, it's gonna be two years ago coming up this month. Who proposed to who? Well, you know, I proposed. I proposed in uh, we were in Seattle, and I um, I've been planning it for a while, and some shit went down in Orlando. That was when the the big pulse thing happened, and then I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, am I gonna go through with this or not? Because the world, you know, we were all shooketh. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of meditated on it. I was like, no, I'm just gonna ha- go ahead and make the plan and go forth. So when I was going to go pick up the rings. <laughs> We had just gotten back. Um, I just gotten back from uh, North Carolina, wherever I was, and he couldn't understand why I needed to go out on an errand mm-hmm. that he couldn't go on. <laughs> right after this tragedy, we had just lost our mm-hmm. very good friend, and I'm acting funny. So you know, he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, where are you going? Well, why can't I go? Like, just nosy, <laughs> like just nosy." <laughs> <laughs> Like, sometimes I just need to take a minute for myself. Can I just go take a minute for myself? And so I I was able to go and sneak these rings and, and purchase them and arrange everything with the people, our friends in Seattle, with Floyd and Lady Chablis and all them girls, um, and surprise him with this proposal, and it worked out. And then Jujubee was there, of course. And so she went on her social media, and it just went everywhere, and everybody saw it. Yeah, the the part that didn't work out so well was that, you know, it went out before we got a chance to tell his mom. Ah, mm, yeah. So that part happened unexpectedly, but mm-hmm. we 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 got past it. We we, <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> we worked it out. I mean, it's happening, so you know. Yeah, it's wild how like you say something on social media and then it snowballs and you're like, ooh, this got a, a ooh, little further right. away than I thought it would get. Especially with the time difference there on the East Coast when we were on the West Coast time. So it was definitely too late to call them and be like, hey, uh, this just happened. <laughs> this just happened. We're, we're engaged. We're fianced. And, and uh, yeah, so. But now, I'm old, now it's all good. I'm her favorite son-in-law. I'm for her favorite. Aww. I think I'm her favorite son, period. I think she's going to trade. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that you get along with Chris's family. Does Chris get along with your family? Yes, they love him. Then, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm from Compton, right? You don't, you mm-hmm. do know that. Okay, so Fourth of July a few years ago, we were we were at my brother's house in Compton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fourth of July, girl, <laughs> in Compton. Oh. <laughs> when I tell you his nerves, honey, he didn't know whether it was gunshots or fireworks. <laughs> It's the real, is it gunshots or fireworks? Or is it a combination of both? And should we get down? Can I finish my hot dog? (laughs) It definitely was a combination of both. But I was like, you are good hands. We over here. We at his house, at Scooby's house. Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody coming up through here wrong. Trust and believe. Everybody know who he is. So we good. Um, But it was funny to see his reaction of like, is that guns? Or... Well, we about to die. <laughs> is this what's happening? You took me to die at a barbecue? The fact but is, honestly, if someone took me to a barbecue and I died, I'd be like, at least you were concerned about my food intake well, before the Lord taketh. Well, the biggest thing is that you were invited to the barbecue. Yes. How many bitches that yes. we are like, you are not invited to the barbecue, bitch. You can't, you can't come. You put raisins in your potato salad. No, girl. No. <laughs> We- <laughs> I have dated so many men that I was like, I would never bring you to a barbecue, let alone meet my sister. <laughs> and my sister's the kindest person, but I'm not taking you to meet her. You don't know how to fucking act. Exactly. So. My God. Yeah. Ugh, dating is so awful. Before you met Chris, was dating hard or was it easy? Because you were on Drag Race before you met Chris, right? Yeah, he, yeah I was on. Yeah. We started airing a full year almost before mm-hmm. I met him. Uh, but it was horrible and hateful i hated it i hated (laughs) every part of the cat and mouse game Mm -hmm. playing lying conniving Mm -hmm. i ain't got time for that and so the older i got the more ridiculous it was to me to be even saying boyfriend and dating Mm -hmm. i'm like bitch you a little too old Mm -hmm. to be talking about my girlfriend and my boyfriend you need (laughs) you need a husband to sit your ass down so I assume like, I don't know, after I was on TV, I found it hard to navigate whether are you here because you actually like me or are you, are you here because you're a fan? Mm-hmm. What is what is the difference? So like after the show, was it like a huge difference? Huge difference. I'll tell you this much like because, um, you know, I was like I was never into like twinks you know like you know Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) i just was never that was never my judge and raja had posted something about these days she's eating more twinks than ever and whatever and i just kind of laughed i'm like girl that is not my thing she's like well it's gonna be your thing so just get ready because they're gonna be throwing ash away (laughs) every which way and i didn't believe her i was like no Mm -hmm. girl when I tell you the way my inbox used to look before I became a faith Christian, what? What? I can see your lunch, bitch. I can see. I can see everything. Like they, yeah, they were forthcoming, uh, mm-hmm. or trying to be, <laughs> but I wish my inbox looked like that. I've got a lot of people being like. I would date you if my boyfriend would let me, or I would date you if my girlfriend would let me, or you it's can come al- be part of our thruple uh, always- if you want. We live in Wisconsin. <laughs> I it's oh, I wish it was like Dick Pick City. Give me your lunch. I want to see it. Give me your whole asshole. Let me see it. I am horny. <laughs> Do you be telling people to slide in your DMs though? I say all the time that I don't really have people sliding in my DMs. I have the very lovely ladies who go, you inspire me to wear a bikini because you love yourself despite the way you look. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> I love those compliments. Don't you just love those? Always gets me. Do you, get the, do you get that a lot, those too? Those backhanded, sideways, slap you in the face compliments? Yes, I mm-hmm. love those. Yes. It's so wild to me to be like, what do you mean? It's weird that I love myself. <laughs> Are you crazy? Like, like, if I didn't love myself, I would be miserable. Imagine passing a mirror and going, ew, no. I mean, I dyed my hair blonde, so now I pass by a mirror and I go, ah! 
I'm like, oh, that's me. I did that. <laughs> but at least you did it, though. You know? Yes. You know, just trying to keep it spicy, keep it fucking interesting. Caliente, honey. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to make sure that people, are, we going to get some. See, but see, you know what it is, though? Your problem is that you are such a gay LGBTQ, IABCDFG, you know, icon. We love you so much. And so, like, you, like, so into being one of the girls, mm-hmm. you need some, some, some straight, you know, Mandingo. I know. Like, connection. The way I feel is like, Straight men don't appreciate my lashes. They don't appreciate this this Gucci bag that I procured. <laughs> they don't we appreciate do. the shoes. Yes, the gay, we, the we, gay we, men we, do. We're like, yes, queen. Yes, yes. And that's what I love. I'm like, yes, bitch. <laughs> like, I, oh my God. I recently had an interview where the interviewer was like, so you seem to like speak a lot on behalf of, you know, queer people and the LGBTQA plus community. Like, why? And I was like, what? What do you mean, why? Those are the most fun. I love <laughs> queer people. Are the, they're the most fun. You ever go to Mickey's at like 3 p.m. and stay till 3 a.m.? You'll see a lot. It's a good time. It's a full shift. It truly is. Uh, my favorite at any gay club, if you go to like a tea dance or whatever, is like the twink who gets too drunk by like 6 p.m. and they're passed out in the corner and then at 1 a.m. they're like alive again. You're like, he has risen. It's my favorite thing. Oh, my God. It's so true, though. Oh, my god. We have to take a break real quick. Okay. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com and you ly.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code date me 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code date me 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp help.com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Okay, Latrice, what's where's your favorite place you've been? You've gotten to travel the world. Yeah, but like the fans are like really, really super crazy in like Brazil. They're fanatic. Oh. Like, oh my gosh, you can be in Brazil. And they're like, come to Brazil. I'm like, bitch, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking here. I'm right here, bitch. Uh, but they love us there. And like, um, of course, like when you go to the Netherlands, I love the Netherlands. And um, I've been working when I went on the Work the World tour, I got to see like, countries that I had never thought I would go to. And mm-hmm. they are really receptive because no one goes there. So the last mm-hmm. thing they expect is to see their favorite drag queen, you know, right there in front of them. So they were just really above and beyond. So I just mm-hmm. I, I just love Europe. Um, Europe and Brazil and UK. That's just... I feel like it's my second home over there. Like, I really do. Um, but I've been getting really, like, last year I toured Canada. And, oh. yeah, we did Here's to Life. And, like, it was actually a year ago this month. Yeah. And I got to see a lot of the culture. And they're just so sweet. Yeah. Sugary sweet. They have legal weed. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wait, is there no legal weed in uh, Florida? Uh, we have now. We have medical. Uh, yeah, which ah. is, yeah. But um, it's, you know, they're gouging on the prices, so I still use my old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just say you're supporting independent business. You know, black, black businesses. Black owned, black, black owned, owned independent businesses. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, so, like, Canada was a lot of fun. And obviously watching them on, you know, Drag Race has been mm-hmm. a hoot. So It's been fun because it's uh, there's no standard. And it feels like older seasons of Drag Race. It feels very, like, season two, three-ish to me. Yeah, which exactly. Which I, oh, I love. love. Because as much as I love season 12, it was 
like, I feel like they said out loud a couple times in Untucked, like, we need to be friends. And I was like, no, you don't. Uh, I want someone to yell at somebody. Uh, please. <laughs> but also, I'm not like a like a fan who then decides to speak to the queen directly in a tweet oh, or something to be hateful. Gosh, do you right. do you get any hate? Because I know Mayhem has said she's gotten hate and Asia has said that uh, people have asked her to step out of pictures, which to me is insane because Asia uh, O'Hara is so uh, talented and one of my favorite queens. But do you get that? Because I feel like you're universally loved. Well, yeah, up until All Stars 4 and then that changed some shit around. Ooh. But, <laughs> but like, I got some hate, but the thing of it is is that I have, I, I'm established and I've been established for many seasons. So, people know my work and they know who I am and so my true fans didn't buy into the editing and the storyline mm-hmm. of what television is. And so, thankfully, it, although it was hurtful, the shit I was getting and mm-hmm. I just tuned out because and then I would reply with the complete opposite of what they were expecting. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm sorry I didn't, you know, do what you had expected. Hopefully, you know, I'll improve and I'll get better. So mm-hmm. thank you. You know, nothing but love, kisses and smooches and I'll keep it moving. Um, but yeah, it was some hateful ass, racist ass, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, but like the thing that y'all forget is that I'm almost 50. So being called fat, black, nigger, uh, monkey, gorilla, Ugh. uh, whale. You can call me whatever the hell you want. You can call, like, I don't answer to that, bitch, because mm-hmm. I'm above that. A queen don't answer to that bullshit. <laughs> you can't shake this shit. And I keep telling you, what you, what you did not give, you cannot take away. Mm-hmm. And I built this shit. I built this. So you can't, you don't have no power here. Be gone. Mm-hmm. And so they were. And then now they're mad at somebody else this week, you know? Yeah, I think that's such an important thing for people to hear. It's like the people outside of you did not create you. They didn't help you, you know, get to where you were or are or where you're going. So truly pay them bitches no mind. No mind. None. And the ones that are loving and and support you, that's what you need to hold on to. But it always is that just one comment. You can scroll through 300 comments and it's just that one. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, bitch, really? Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, mm-hmm. Mm. And I have it takes everything in me not to go. <laughs> but if you catch me on the right day at the right time. <laughs> I yeah, like doing live shows, God bless, I miss it. But like the, the one person not laughing in the crowd, I the performance then becomes for them. Because them. I'm like, yep. I will crack you, I will make you laugh. And then it's almost like fuck everybody else who's like <laughs> enjoying me. I'm like, <laughs> this one person I will break you and you're gonna like me. And I I don't know. I think that's like human nature. And I don't know why we're like that. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Well, part of our thing is that because our struggle is super real. We like, it's always been an uphill climb for us. And and I say us because we are very kindred in the way we we are colored Mm -hmm. and we are shaped. And there's a lot of things that we do not, we go against when it comes to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Let's just be real. And so like we try harder. We try harder. We've always had to work harder at our craft to be above and beyond what you're going to expect when you looked at me, you know? Because as soon as they look at you, they've already cast a judgment and like, oh, what this bitch going to do? What this yes. big bitch going to do? You know? And then we show them. Yeah, I had uh, an interview. It was for like daytime television. So it was like a heavy question for daytime television. He was like, has uh, the way you looked uh, prohibited you from things in Hollywood? Has it uh, hindered you? And I was like, not prepared for that question at 7 a.m. on Good Day, Hello, whatever the show was. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Go yes. And then I was like, I mean, we could get into it, but like, no, it hasn't hindered me from like getting work because there's always a nurse, there's always a maid, there's always the funny, fat best friend who doesn't have a life. But like, <laughs> sure, it's hindered me from getting like the lead. It's hindered me from things. I was like, but if you really want to talk about systemic racism in the entertainment industry at 7 a.m., we can do that. We can go but- there. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought this was supposed to be good morning. Yes, I thought it was good morning. And I was going to tell you I had a book. Don't you want to hear about those things? Because <laughs> I'm actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Hello. And then oh. I, uh, you might get this, but people are always surprised that like I can do a split or like anything physical. They're like, anything wow, physical. how? Oh my God, you're my hero. Seeing you on that pole <laughs> gives me 
Girl, now you know that my alter ego is a stripper. Her name is her name is Amber. Yes, Amber. Amber, honey, Amber ambiance. Um know what Amber does. Amber's serving you a full ambiance fantasy. The lights are low and Amber's gonna give it to you. (laughs) So seeing you on that pole is just glorious. I had to retire, girl. I was knocking down ceiling beams, girl. They didn't have no insurance. That's why it's outside. I'm not trying to destroy my house. Get real. No. Okay. No. No, I paid for it. No, I'm not I'm not no. going to ruin it. Right. I don't pole is is such an interesting thing because I feel like it's such a stigmatized thing like uh, a lot of dancers are shadow banned on Instagram meaning like you can't find their pages if you even if you look at like hashtags and shit. It's like a way to suppress sex workers and whatnot and I think sex work is real work. It's hard work. It it's, is, imagine it's hard your job work. is fucking a dude that's stupid and you are not attracted to them but you not. serve them the full fantasy. <laughs> that's fucking work and a lot of bitches do it for free. So like yeah. if you can monetize it let's do it. You know? You said that. <laughs> yes, but ma'am. that's why, like, I love it because the girls there are like, yeah, people talk shit about this, so like, we're just gonna support one another. And it's like, literally, if I get one move that I didn't have the day before, like, the girls go, they're like, yes, you fucking did it, bitch. That's it. Like, and I love that. It's uh, truly. And maybe it's just like my studio is like that. Other studios might be like rude or whatever, but like I love the girls at my studio. Everyone is so kind. Like when I post like a video of me doing something medi like mediocre, like fully mediocre, they're like, "You did that, bitch! You didn't fall down, bitch! Yes, bitch! You walked in those heels and you held onto the ball, bitch!" Small victories, miss. We'll take it. Very small we'll victories. T- we'll take it. Are you watching? Okay, uh, you have to. You have P to. P Valley, bitch. You know it. Yes, yes ma'am. Latrice, would... oh. I have. I'm like. <sighs> I told my agent. I told my manager. I said when they come back for season two, I, I will hire my there. own dialect coach <laughs> because I don't do a southern dialect well. Me, but me like, fi- we have to figure out how to get me on this show. I, oh my God. It is so well written and it's juicy. Did you see last week's episode? Of course I it did. It was so funny too. When I tell you, oh my God, getting my everlasting life. I, uh, the person, I can't remember their name, who plays um, uh, the one who owns the pink. He is truly so talented. I was like, why wasn't people nominated for Emmys for this? I think maybe it premiered after. It after, I think, it, it, yeah. But I'm like, if they don't get nominations for the way it's so shot is good. beautiful, the dialogue is like so funny. My favorite part was, I think it was last week, she was like, in line for something, sees her mom on TV, and this lady on the phone out loud is like, yeah, he ate me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, At the check cash yes, store. Yes, the check cash store. <laughs> I laughed because I was like, yeah, you'll be doing the most mundane things. You'll be in Home Depot, and you'll hear some white lady be like, we went to brunch, and then he snorted coke off my asshole, and then I blew him. And you're like, what is your wow. life? What's going on with your world? <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It was, it was so good. And, and I, I think yeah, they we use are. actual strippers. I know the double for Mercedes is this stripper or dancer named Spida. And I don't know what her Instagram is. I think she changes the name of it, but she like was the first person I saw doing that surfboard move where uh, a girl right, is horizontal and the, she's on uh-huh. top. It used to be yeah. Magic and Spider. I think Spider now does it alone. But like Magic would be on the bottom, Spider would be on top, and they would just it like the strength that these women That's have. So crazy is to so me. Wild. Oh, oh, but it is sexy as hell. It really is so sexy. I. Oh, oh. I I love me a good old. That's real. That's real adult entertainment to me. Like that's some good old fashioned. Get down with the get down. Put it in your face. Yes. Ooh. To mm-hmm. me, it's like gymnastics after dark. Because these. Very <laughs> <laughs> <is> that. <laughs> Uh, I think you should get a pole in your house or get one outside. X-Pole made stages. They make stages that you could just put outside. 
Oh, but wait, uh, what's the weight limit? Here's the thing. Technically, there is no weight limit. Liza Minnelli. But if you see two thins or three thins on a pole, that means one fat could be on one. That's chemistry. That is chemistry. Now, I can add up real fast. So if there's three (laughs) holes, that's Uh about 120 pounds of pee. Uh That's 360, 75. Add a little to carry Uh one. And that, that, that means anybody can get on a pole. But I oh. I truly, I think they can withstand at least like 350, maybe 400 pounds. Uh, someone's going to get at me and be like, you're fully wrong. But uh, right. I, I think they can withstand a lot. I'm just never going to run at a pole and swing. No. Like that I understand. Logically, <laughs> you may die. You may swing on up right into the heavens and get burned by the sun, bitch. So we're not swinging oh around it. We're going to walk around it, do a little couple spins that are close. You know, we're not going to die. It makes me think, because I've seen a lot of videos <laughs> of bitches swinging on a pole and it goes completely left bitch mm-hmm. like on the floor they're rolling around in agony mm-hmm. very scarlet takes a tumble you remember scarlet yes. takes a tumble My, okay when scarlet <laughs> takes a tumble y'all if you don't remember scarlet takes a tumble just google it it's this woman singing and she, her hair is done she got some flares on and for whatever reason steps up on a coffee table why, and girl, you why? can infer what happens <laughs> But I had family members text me to ask me if that was me. And I was like, y'all are racist. You can't tell black people apart. You're black. But I I think about Scarlett a lot when I wear heels on the pole because I'm like, Nicole might take a tumble. (laughs) We don't want it. We don't want it. But you you are getting so much better. I got to tell you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm watching your progress. It's very, very inspirational. I'm just not brave enough. So. I live vicariously. One day you'll be brave. Uh, but how did you figure out you could do a, like a drop split? How did you figure out you were so flexible? Oh, well, because I used to dance. Like I color guard before uh, drag. Yes. Okay. And so you just, I just incorporated and brought her on over and see that's the key key. That's the, that's mm-hmm, the gag. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't know by looking at me uh-huh. that I can do that. So I was able to hold on to my flexibility somewhat because I kept dancing um, in drag and, I don't know if I can do a split now. I retired from Shablaman. Did you? Oh, yeah, because I'm not trying to do no club gigs either no more. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying not to be in the, like, there comes a time yes. in all of our lives yes. when you have to say, okay, baby. Yes, the club. I, I, good night, yeah, goodbye. Good night and good back. Yeah. I'm used to, like, when you do the, once you do theater, girl, it's like, you, you, you're in by six, you do your meet and greet. Showtime's at eight. Mm-hmm. It Show's starts over by at ten. Eight. At eight. At eight. And you do your little hour and a half. You good by the time you get done. Wash up by 10.30, baby. You out of drag. Yes. And the day is over. It's time to get something to eat and lay it on down. And yes. I like that. This year is a very, it's a bummer for me because I was trying to transition from clubs to theaters. And uh-huh. clubs for comedians, truly, it's the same. It's like late nights, drunk people, people clamming their like dinner plates around. Yeah. <laughs> and then like you're just like, what, what am I doing? But then the first theater I did where I had my own show, where I was truly like, what? I can't believe I've ever done a club. <laughs> I, I did five nights. To people who did it, who like literally, I was interrupting their dinners. But now in a theater, they want to be there. They understand they're at a show. Very rarely am I heckled in a theater. And then Correct. you're right, like it's the it's one and done or two and done. And I'm in bed and I feel great. And you make the same amount of money that you do like doing five nights in a club. Amen. It's just it's just nicer. It's nice. And then it's some people nice. will like gripe about the price. They're like, but the theater's more expensive. I'm like, it's the same price as going to a club because at a club, a drag show, you're paying for drinks and whatnot. Exactly. At like a comedy club, you're paying for your dinner, your two drink minimum. Mm-hmm. It's the same if like I'm just taking away the two drink minimum. You don't have to drink at That's a theater. You don't have to drink. You yeah. know, you could pay attention and not scream at me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that would be nice. What's yeah. the wildest thing a fan has done during a show, after a show, just in general? Oh my god! Oh my god! I had I've, I've only had to stop my show like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it happened. I think maybe were we in Canada or maybe we were in no, maybe we were in the UK. I think we were in the UK and we were touring Here's to Life and we were at one of these venues. I don't remember. Maybe I forget the name of it. But this drunk bitch, <laughs> honey, you know, they in the UK, they start drinking early and a lot. <laughs> like, that's that's the cold. And yeah, they early and a lot of it. And by the time the show rolled around, she was drunker than drunk. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally trying to talk about my dead mother <laughs> and me being in jail. And this bitch is talking about, woo, say Jesus is the biscuit. Woo. Oh, like, boy. Girl, this is not that time, mm-hmm. nor the place. And so she had been, like, heckling and talking loudly around the people that she was sitting and they were getting annoyed anyway Mm -hmm. and so finally i was like uh security (laughs) (laughs) and they got her ass up out and everybody started clapping and cheering and we went on with the show but i don't like to do that i hate doing that but i will put your ass out same (laughs) i my friend mateo lane's a comic he's the first person i saw throw someone out of a show and i was like you can do that and he was like yes "Yes, bitch it's your show if they are disrupting your show get them the fuck out yeah but then I was watching a bunch of Beyonce videos last night. And or is this two nights ago? I don't fucking remember. But there's a video of, I think she's in Brazil. Somebody literally snatches Beyonce, like arms around her and like pulls her into the crowd. But then what? security is, you know, on top of shit and they pull on her back it. up on stage. And then they were like taking the dude. Out. She like doesn't miss a beat. She keeps singing. And like security's trying to take him. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. What's your name? And I was like, what's your name? He tried to take you. <laughs> Liam Neeson was about to get on the case to get <laughs> you back. <laughs> I love that movie. But I was like, I guess if Beyonce can deal with it gracefully, I can too. But then I'm like, but Beyonce's making a lot of money to deal with it gracefully. I'm just, you know, really hoping to make my guarantee. <laughs> I mean, because like, honestly, if he was in the first row or that close enough to snatch her, mm-hmm. he's paid tens of thousands yes. of dollars for yes. that ticket. Yeah, and he like, deserves he real. deserves the show. Bitch, I feel like I want to touch you too, bitch. I'm uh-huh. gonna touch you <laughs> for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, you paid thirty-five dollars. I could be more gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Truly. I uh, I've been watching I watched a lot of Beyonce the other night, and then I was watching Katy Perry's 2015 Super Bowl performance, and I was like, if anything represents 2020, it is this 2015 performance. She comes in in a flame outfit, riding a lion that's animatronic, and oh, it roars, right. I remember and you're like, the fuck? And then there's right. chess pieces for no reason, and then right. Lenny Kravis appears, doesn't sing his right. own shit, she grinds on him, <laughs> so we get out of there, and then we go to this beach ball scene where everyone talked about the shark but I was like, the beach ball looks ill and these trees are haunted. What is going on? And then she gets on a The More You Know star and this, the microphone's looped to her wrist and she's just very slowly moving over the crowd. And I'm like, this was wild. Why didn't we Why didn't we stop talking? And then by the end of it, I forgot that Lenny Kravis was there and then Missy Elliott appears for no reason because I didn't know they were friends. And then she dances with Missy in a way that I've never seen a person dance. I was like, your legs don't bend? What's happening? Why are you so stiff and she really stuck out like a sore thumb i was like this is 2020 where nothing can be explained oh my god oh my god you 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 gotta watch it again i was also so high and i was like oh this this is 2020 and nobody's no one's saying it nobody's saying nothing no and then i couldn't believe i was like the only thing i remember is people talking about left shark and I was like, there was so much more in this performance to talk about Baby, than yeah. just the left shark. I forgot about that. That was a hodgepodge. It was wild. And I say it with love, Katy Perry, but your mind is wild. Baby. I don't know. That was some crazy shit. Uh-huh. That- Her brain is a firework. Uh, <laughs> dynamite. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your favorite song to perform to? Well... If I'm dancing, if I'm going, because I'm a house queen, I love a good old house anthem. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm going, you know, shake you up, I'm going to give you some. Make me feel good. Mm -hmm. Make me feel good. Make me feel G-O-O-O. Yeah. Yeah. That's my shit right there. 
But if I'm going to take you to church, we're going to do Aretha. Ah, uh, yes. I got to give you my Aretha medley. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I take it's a range. It's a mm-hmm, range of, mm-hmm. um, you know, wherever you want me to show up, baby, I'm going to show up. I love it. Show out. I mm-hmm. love the range, darling. <laughs> um, what advice can you give me when the world goes back to semi-normal and I'm trying to catch some dick? How How should I go about doing it? Well, stay away from these sissies, first of all. And then... <laughs> I feel like most gay men are like, you got to leave us alone. You got to just you're leave blocking yourself. us you're alone. You're blocking yourself, girl. For real. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that you're not getting... Your, your DM should be stacked with dick all time. No, especially on Twitter. It's because I have seven straight men who listen to me. Like, straight men don't know me. Whenever, like, when I did live shows, women would drag their boyfriends here. And if we did a meet and greet, they love to be like, I had no idea who you were. My girlfriend dragged me here or my sister dragged me here. And you're actually very funny. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So you have a highly gaily populated Gay and, fan base. And, uh, fat and women. women. And f- uh, fat women. Damn, Gina. Uh <laughs> I was at a club once and they were like, your fans like to eat. And I was like, yes, because there's very few fat people who perform. So like when you see one and you like like it, you say, I'm a go. That's my people. I got to go. Oh, damn. Damn. (laughs) Damn. Oh, how do we work that out, girl? You need a wingman for real. Like you don't got no best, no good Judy girl that like your homegirl that like is bad about it and like. I have a best friend, but she's not good at like, no, actually, she's very good. She's very good at being a wingman. She's very good at setting things in motion. And then I'm terrible at it. Like we were in Italy and the two guys that owned the Airbnb were doing work in like the common area. And I walked out, saw them and I went, oh, I didn't say a word to them. I just made a noise. And then I texted Sashira. I was like, there's boys. (laughs) And then she like had a normal conversation with them. And then as we were going down the stairs, she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, they they were cute boys. And she's like, do you want to go talk to them? And I was like, yes, but you have to set it up. You have to speak first. And she was like, oh my God, Nicole, fine. I just, something comes over me where I (laughs) suddenly am shy. I don't know how to talk to straight men. wild. That's wild because you're so like fluent. Like, look, you just you're just full of gas. Well we can kiki. I know you. You're fat. <laughs> like I love you. Like we've you know, we've eaten edibles together. We have a good time, you know? I with straight men, I'm like, uh, uh I don't know. I know you don't watch drag race, uh, I know you don't like drag queens, and I know oh, you don't like a bunch shit. of other gay shit that I'm into. That's the thing. Uh so well, if it's hard. It's like you're not gonna you're not gonna come in on my lashes. Uh, they're four oh sevens. Do you like hood boys? You like hood boys? I don't think they like me. So growing up, I went to church in like a super black area, and a lot of times they'd be like, "Why do you sound so white?" Blah blah blah. That that and the other. And I dated this dude. I was sucking his dick. I don't know if I was dating, but he lived. He was from Bed Stuy, <laughs> and he would always be like, "You're the strangest person I've ever met." And I was like, "Yeah, but you like it, right?" <laughs> Uh, so I, I would love, you know, I would date any black man. I love well, black men. My understanding is that your king is probably not in the United States. Mm. It's those, it's those, those Indian dudes, those, the uh, Germany, mm. they love the chocolate. When I was in Italy, they liked it. They kept calling me spicy. And I was like, okay. Oh, see, you're spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, maybe yo, maybe what you need is not here. Which is fine. Import a bitch. Import that <laughs> dick right over to you. And, you know, you might have to pay a little bit more for it, like we just all a do. a little bit. But, you know, it'd be worth it to have some imported dick. I think so. Well, Latrice, we've come to the end. I could talk to you forever. Is there anything you want to promote? Um, well, I just have our weekly podcast, The Chop, uh, with me, uh, Manila and Latrice. So just check us out. Uh, that comes out. I think we're going to be moving to Tuesdays, though. So now on Mondays, but it's going to be moving to Tuesdays. But you ain't got nowhere to go, so it don't matter when they come out. <laughs> yeah, just fucking wait for it. You're not just going nowhere. <laughs> 
And um, I would also like to promote um, wear your mask. If you don't wear your mask, yes. you're an ass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We just want to go it. back to normal. Oh, wait, Latrice, would you date me? Oh, my God. I have been thinking about this from the day we met. And I was just like... You know, I would totally dig it up all up in that. Yes! You know, had I not been... Christopher already told me before I started this podcast, he was like, well, you're the one who won't let me date her. I was like, <laughs> are you feeling some type of way about it? <laughs> Do we need to have a discussion and renegotiate our contracts? And <laughs> <laughs> but we would totally do you maybe we can have you as a third like everyone else would do it but like we would do it for real and film it and make a coin oh my god imagine mm. we'll release it on OnlyFans and the price is oh $10,000 <laughs> I don't think nobody needs to watch me fuck it's silly I got a, a good ring light I got a good ring light there's gonna have to be two ring lights or a big ass ring light there's a lot of body that's gonna be in that threesome <laughs> and poor little Christopher in the middle. Oh my God, he might pass away. The four butt cheeks squishing him. <laughs> That's one old Oreo bitch. Oh Shablam gives a new meaning. It's like Shablam, he dead. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you, Latrice. Thank you so much for doing this. If you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can subscribe, you can rate it five stars. If you write me something uh, nasty, I will read it. This person said, if we went on a date, I would buy you lots of drinks because I'm nervous and I'll make my first my move on a first kiss. We'd passionately retreat to the bathroom stalls where I would sit you down on that dirty toilet seat and eat your pussy until you cry out the name you thought when you heard I told you who I was over the loud music. We'll laugh it off, <laughs> then I'll throw up some devil horns, slide them into your wet pussy and make you squirt all over the dirty floor. I'll pull my strap out of my purse because I'm prepared and shit. And I'll bend you over the toilet and fuck you till you squirt again making the floor a slippery mess. We'll lose our footing, fall on the floor, and keep fucking. You pick up some toilet paper out of my hair, and we kiss deeply, and I fuck <laughs> you on the floor of the bathroom in this random dive bar. I would date you, but I'm a fan, and I don't want to muddy anything. I wish we met another life. I think we'd be close. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. So, yeah, uh, that's it for Why Won't You Date Me. Bye-bye. has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.